0: The only podcast that doesn't have imposter syndrome. This is Vespers.
1: Hey, welcome to the best podcast on the internet, Vespers. I'm Vesper number... Vesper number? No, Bomber. Bomber number five, Anthony, a.k.a. Deg, with my good friend, Bomber number three, Zyber, a.k.a. Zyber.
0: Zyber here. How are you doing today, this week, here, Zyber? My stomach is feeling better, because I definitely ate way too much food for dinner. As long as you don't, like, pop in the middle of this recording, I think we'll be fine on that front. Oh, I'm all about
1: popping. Uh, speaking of pop, I have a Drinks and Foods to drink. It's a type of pop. It's an energy drink. Uh, it is... It's Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew Energy Tropical Sunrise Pineapple Flavor with Other Natural Flavors Energy Drink with 25 Calories per Can So it's not F- real energy Twenty 25 Calories Funny Five Tw- 20 Bestie Five It's It's 16 Fluid Ounces and 25 Calories Which is slightly more than 1 Calorie per Ounce So that doesn't feel correct. That's pretty good. 180 milligrams of caffeine. It has more caffeine... I don't know how calories work. It has more caffeine than calories, but calories are not really actually counted in milligrams, so I'm confused. Anyway. Well, caffeine
0: also isn't calories, so... No. He takes a gulp. He ponders it's he got a good pineapple flavor stuff. good is it like a baja blast kind of thing
1: no baja blast is i find more of like a limeish kind of citrusy-esque i mean every mountain is citrusy as opposed to this which is the pineapple citrus so it has it has that different flavor it's it's less um sh- sharp sour i guess Ah, I find I was, pineapple
0: to be more sweeter than limes. I was questioning it because they had that the gold Baja Blast soda recently that was just Baja Blast with pineapple in it.
1: I did not try that one, actually. Oh, it's it's good. Yeah, it sounds good. This is good. I have honestly liked every single one of these Mountain Dew Energies that I drank, at least from a flavor perspective. They taste great. They're not like that medicinal grossness that you get from a lot of different energy drinks like your... Um, red bulls and your monsters and all of those they just it just tastes like mountain dew
0: so well i guess that must be why my the high school i work at supplies vending machines full of them because you know just like is there any coffee nope it's all monster energy drink oh gross (laughs) i would rather have coffee yeah i mean there's a student-run cafe that walks around every now and then but eh. It's, it's not the same. It's just weird. It's not the same as just having,
1: like, a coffee machine, even if it's a coffee vending machine, or just literally a coffee pot
0: back in the tech office. Like,
1: there you go. Oh yeah.
0: Sometimes I think about just getting an electric kettle just to have in my office.
1: Throw it in the server room.
0: No one will find it. Yeah. Well, the issue with my office is that they built it. Uh, it took up half of an existing break room. And so we were having issues where when the teachers came in to make their food, uh, if they used all three microwaves, it uh, blew the fuse for our office. Which is a great design choice for your tech office. Well, so, I mean, they had a bunch of separate circuits. It's just that at one point, the teachers moved the microwaves to be on the same circuit.
1: That sounds about like the exact kind of blows I would expect from a tech office.
0: Because they're all like, oh, we don't like this microwave on this counter. We want to put snacks there. Let's put the microwave with the other microwaves in this corner or something.
1: So a couple years ago at the convention that I do a lot of the volunteer work for, um, we, well, every year we have a staff volunteer break room where we provide different like food and water and stuff. Technically, we're not allowed to have it because the building is a union building, so all of the food should be going through the vendors, but we sneak it. And as long as, like, we don't brag about it and, pre- and you know, make the pretense of hiding it, nobody cares. Uh-huh. Which is all well and good, except a couple of years ago, knowing that we had this break room, one of our volunteer staff members brought in a whole crock pot full of, I don't know, meatballs or something... Plugged it, in th- plugged it in themselves and blew the fuse in the break room that we had there. Which, of course, nice. kind of drew attention to the fact that that room was stock full of foods and drinks. Nice. It's like, we're providing all of this stuff. And I get that you're kind of, like, trying to be nice and potluck, but we're providing stuff that we're not supposed to have. <laughs> and you're messing with it and potentially getting it taken away from us. S- stop. Don't do things that you're not told or asked to do
0: or yeah. permitted. It's so like considering the last con I went to, the vending vendor food was like, you know, 15 bucks it... for a barbecue sandwich. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. That sounds about right,
1: honestly. Because, you know, you're getting those event prices. So they mark up everything. Like if you go to a sports game, watching uh, baseball, football, whatever.
0: Yep. That's an issue too. But at least like... You know, at least it's, you know, stuff made at the sport arena. It's not just a food truck or... I
1: mean, I mean, it, sometimes
0: it's not even a food truck. They just have a stall. I'm just like, where'd this food come from? I
1: will give at least a small praise to the food providers at our convention center. It's overpriced, but at least it's pretty good. Oh. Like, it's not like a weird, like, yeah, we just took some jimmy dean's breakfast sausage and warmed it up in a microwave it's like actual food
0: it, so uh this uh barbecue sandwich stuff was the kind of stuff that you would find in a high school football game in my opinion so Ooh, gross <laughs> not not really worth the price yeah. no. excuse me uh <clears throat> your story also reminds me when i used to work at a deli and when it was time to take down the hot food stuff we were, we we're supposed to just pitch it all but we would usually be all like we'll we'll just uh eat some of the stuff before we pitch it all well there was one time where i was on break while they were doing that and i came back and there was no one up front (laughs) (laughs) and i go back and they're all back there eating i'm just like guys we're not supposed to be doing this we need at least one person up front to keep watch (laughs) at least be subtle about it come on because like this was a grocery store deli so like grocery store manager sees a novice are up there, they're going to investigate. <laughs> yep.
1: Well, speaking of investigating, I don't know. That's a bad segue. Time let's for do, you let's to do...
0: investigate our website. This yeah. is bombers.com, where you can find out all about us and our YouTube, where you can watch videos of us playing games or listen to our podcast there if you like. You can go to our Discord, the link in the description below, where you can talk with us, join our mini clubs. Album of the week is Going Strong. We'll be talking about the latest album of this past week that we've been listening to. I like it. Are you doing uh, good there? That was quite the sentence. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> you can go to our Twitch, where we play video games. Uh, this past Thursday, we played the new Jackbox... Jack- Checkbox Party Pack 9. They've gone so many. Like, I think I started playing when they were at, like... Four. three, Three or four, yeah. Three was the first one I played. Yep. That's when they got real popular, and they're up to nine now. Yeah. Well, I mean, the first two weren't really designed to be Twitch streamed. They realized... That people were trying, they're just like, oh, that that's a great way to get a lot of people. So they definitely well, designed always, games after that to be able to be on Twitch, have an also, audience.
1: You also have to figure that back then, Twitch just wasn't the big giant draw that it has grown into being. Well, I say Twitch, but I just mean stream in general. Yeah. They were designed for more your couch multiplayer, everybody sitting together at a party type stuff. And by party, we mean four people. Yeah. Party, quote unquote party, my kind of party, not
0: other people's ideas of parties. Or <laughs> you'd just be a, like a friend of mine who said that he prefers just fooling around with one person.
1: Well, where's his sense of adventure? You got to fool around with a lot of people if you really want
0: to get the experience, hey, Zyber, eh, Eh? fool uh, around. No, no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, Rob gets it. Right. Uh, anyway, yeah. <laughs> And finally, if you are for some reason enjoying this banter we're doing here, feel free to go to our Patreon and give us money. Become a friend or best friend, executive bomb-deucer, or just an acquaintance. Yeah. Shout-outs to our current best friend, Rob. Rob's the bomb, just like us bombers. And our friends, Haley, Aaron, and Reaper, and our current acquaintances. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone, for allowing us to continue to do what we can to make the show better and
1: be- best
0: Yeah. I mean, I know that we don't really do it. We we totally fail. But thank you for at least believing in us. I mean, it's better than it was. That's not saying much.
1: That's really not saying much. Uh, let's see. News. Upcoming releases. Zyber, we have a handful. I think about five here coming out this week that are uh, worth talking about. Good job. You can count. I learned that yesterday. To count? we <laughs> To count, yeah. We have tomorrow, Tuesday, October 25th, Garbage pale Kids, Mad Mike... <coughs> on brand. Bad Garbage Mike, Pale ugh. Kids, Mad Mike, and the quest for Stale Gum coming to the PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and... PC with an NES release scheduled for 2023, an NES release, Zyber. So here's
0: what I think. This game is going to fail, not even spectacularly. It's just, who's going to talk about this besides us? I mean, I've seen,
1: it's it's being uh, published by uh, I Am 8-Bit, so they've been marketing it out, and a lot of people use I Am 8-Bit for a lot of game purchasing, so they're going to get the mailers and whatnot in their emails. So people will hear about it. I don't know about people necessarily talking about it. The thing that I think is most entertaining, though, is that this is being, what was, was developed, like, this year, like, now. Yep. For NES. It, It is made to run natively on the NES. And
0: this certainly looks like it.
1: Yes, because it, they're releasing it in NES cartridges. That if you have an NES, you can plug it in and play it. Like it's straight up made for NES.
0: You might want and to... is
1: going to release in the year twenty twenty three.
0: I mean, if you get this, you might want to wait like a week or maybe a month because, like, if it turns out that it's some kind of creepypasta pasta thing that takes control of your NES and does weird things, I'd just be cautious about that
1: i think that it's literally
0: exactly what it says on the
1: tin and is just a hilarious release
0: yeah if you look at the commercial thing the figure they made for it, it's like they are actually advertising it as a uh what happened to the most controversial game in existence and then it shows like a bunch of people from the past like you know on the streets saying get rid of this game it's terrible so, yeah,
1: I, you have to, that's playing into the marketing for Garbage Pail Kids. Garbage yeah. Pail Kids was a big thing in the 80s, and the whole point of it was,
0: ooh, it's gross and terrible, and it's not for kids, except it is. Because it's just, it's like the South Butts of North Face, but it's Garbage Pail Kids to Couch Patch Kids. I don't know what you just said. It's, <laughs> you, don't, you don't know it's, about South Butts? <laughs> No, I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. It's a Sorry. clothing brand. You know North, North Face? I know North Face. I don't know what South Butt is. Yeah, it's just someone made a satire brand called South Butt. Uh, Garbage
1: Pail Kids was hilariously popular. Again, you know, kind of off of the back of Cabbage Patch Kids, which were super
0: hilariously popular. Oh, yeah. They completely destroyed the birth certificate. Because each cash patch, patch kit came with a legit birth certificate, causing the U.S. to have to create a new version of birth certificate when they actually, you know, want to use it as a form of identification later on. Yeah. It... Yeah. <laughs> but I remember Garbage Pail
1: Kids. I'm old enough to actually remember. I'm, I remember them. <laughs> You're, like, about the same age as me, give or take ten, uh, five, five years or something. You sure you keep saying that, old man? I don't know what the time is. Anyways, I just think that this is entertaining of a game to to be releasing on the NES now. So that that just continues to push the life cycle of the NES longer because as long as it's getting releases, it is a current-gen console.
0: Right? Uh, yeah. So PS4 is just always going to be yeah ps well.
1: ps ps4 is also still current gen um we have on thursday october 27th a game called saturnalia coming to the playstation 4 and 5 the sexbox xbox one switch and pc this game seemed like it was uh kind
0: of up your alley there zyber being more of a Yep, so it's a horror game where you play as multiple people investigating this island thing. And it's just like, yeah, that's nice. And it seems to that's be more nice. horror as atmosphere compared to, you know, Chainsaw it's, Massacre chasing after you or something.
1: Yeah, it's it's not a quote-unquote scary game. It's a horror game. It's, it's as you said, atmospheric. I think what, what I find the most interesting about the way that it's described is you explore this island that was used for ancient rituals and whatnot um just old creepy looking stuff and you have what four characters i believe it said and as you go your characters will start to die off and when you lose all of your characters you start over again with the full cast of characters like along the lines of returnal or any of those types of games where it is a roguelite from what i'm gathering it's like death Loop. Yeah, it's a loop die. Yep. So it seems, it seems interesting. I mean, I'm not into horror games. We all know this. But it does seem interesting. Honestly, then, it kind of oh, just being all like, maybe I should just go play Mist. Oh, that which is less horror and more just
0: creepy. <laughs> yeah, just creepy. I never beat it. I got through the first section like once and I still don't know what I did.
1: I, like, missed the... <laughs> I missed the mist Zeitgeist. I didn't play it at the time. And now it's, like, a kind of... I, I you know, my opportunity to, to get into into the game sort of passed by.
0: It's on Steam. It's on the 3DS. I have it this... No, I think it was DSC. Oh, one of those, but I have it physically. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it's pretty terrible on it, so... Really? I would think that it would work. Well, I guess it might not run very well. Because, like, yeah, like, you can do point and click with the touchscreen, but, like, it, they didn't really design it for that, so now you gotta be like, well, what am I able to press on instead of, you know, hovering a mouse and seeing the icon change?
1: Oh, yeah, that doesn't sound fun. Hmm. I get what you're saying. Uh-huh. Well, um... Coming out October 28th, this Friday. A lot. A lot, because we're right before Halloween, so we're getting a lot of themed games for that. Um, First off, I'll, I'll touch on these ones real quick, which is Resident Evil Village is, one, coming out on the Nintendo Switch, finally. And, simultaneously, getting the Winters' expansion on PlayStation 4 or 5 sexbox xbox one stadia yeah. and pc <laughs> probably not anymore it's technically was still listed as coming out on stadia but there is not going to be a stadia anymore so it's are they bothering
0: i don't believe i would hope believe not they're I... adding anything
1: pre pre-show here i attempted to google and find out if it actually is still getting a Stadia release at this
0: point, and I could not come up with a solid answer on that. Well, dang. I didn't even know this thing existed. Like, what was in this expansion? Not a lot, Zyber. It's a little bit sad.
1: There is a story DLC that takes place like 17 ish years after the game where you play as Rose Winters, Ethan's daughter. Okay. After after the events. And it has a third person mode as opposed to the first person that the the game is. It it unlocks a third person mode to be more a traditional Resident Evil experience there. So you can sally finally see Ethan's face. Well I think they showed it in promotional materials anyway, so
0: Oh, I thought they only showed, like, his bomb half or something. I don't know. I thought... That what if I just in, Google Ethan's up. face? Yeah, like, I'm pretty
1: sure it's just straight up in the promotional material. <laughs> and then... Oh, oh yep, it, it does show up when I Google it. Just yeah, Ethan's and, face. And then there are three new characters for the Mercenaries multiplayer game mode, including Lady Dimitrescu. So, for the first time... In an official capacity, she will be a playable character. Oh no! no yeah, it's gonna be miserable. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean,
0: again, not a lot. Well, I I mean, they have something else coming out that if you have Resident Evil Village, you get for free.
1: Yep, Resident Evil Reverse 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 re-reverse. Reverse Re Colon Verse. Is this, this coming... a Square Enix game? Yeah, right? It Doesn't it feel like that's exactly their <laughs> naming conventions? Um, this is coming out only for PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC. So it'll be presumably backwards compatible, but it's not getting a next-gen uh, native version. Because it's and just this, a digital game. So, Right. And it is a, like... <laughs> I don't know how to explain. So do you remember uh, Operation Raccoon City or just the Mercenaries game modes in general that we just touched upon. It looks like it's that, except the entire Resident Evil
0: franchise. Yeah, that's. it looks like it is a fighting game using, in general, the Resident Evil-ish, like, shooting gameplay. <laughs> yeah, well, what's interesting, I think at least about this one, is
1: you start off as whichever character you pick, but when you die you turn into one of the Resident Evil bioweapons, whichever one you have it set up, and then you go about leveling up with points to become a more powerful bioweapon and et cetera. So, like, if you die, you lose points, or you're, at least you don't gain points because you didn't kill someone, but you become more powerful, making it easier for you to get points. So it seems like an interesting way to keep the the playing field level as the match progresses. Could be fun if you're into Resident Evil. I don't know.
0: It's something. It reminds me of last week when we are all like, yeah, they kept tacking on these multiplayer modes onto games.
1: Yeah. It's very similar. (laughs) But who knows? If they designed it well and it's balanced, it could be fun. I mean, at least you don't have to buy it. At least it comes with Resident Evil 7 or uh, 8 Village, whatever your village is eight if you bought if you've bought if you've bought village you get this game i can't wait till so, they
0: release nine and come up with a name using ix
1: ix yeah we'll see if they uh continue that trend or not that started with seven didn't it, it kind of because it was just called resident evil seven except it was called just resident evil biohazard i believe and the oh yeah they had like seven in the hazards somewhere i think no i think it was in the evil i think it was the v and then the il or the
0: what ii ev vii you know resident evil let's see uh no yeah it was an evil yep yep that's what i thought
1: and our final game for this upcoming releases coming on friday bayonetta 3 is releasing for the nintendo switch
0: yep so Band of three for those who haven't played it it is a uh like a hack and slash combo kind of game similar to shoot what's that series don't make cry, May cry. Yeah. yeah the original god of War yeah where like you know you wanna you know keep up combos of doing different attacks and not getting hit and such to boost your score and then you know you get a grade usually by the time you get through a level. And so that gives you an incentive to to do good. To do well. To do like, You're doing good by killing the, the demons. But also sometimes angels.
1: Or something. I don't know. I tried playing the first bayonetta and it just wasn't my style of game, unfortunately. I, oh yeah. I I don't really have any interest
0: but I didn't particularly in, enjoy it. But apparently like, the... I, I wanted to.
1: I really wanted
0: to, but it was So I didn't even know about the existence of these, well, I guess the first game until Bayonetta was announced for Smash Bros. And I was just like, who? Wow, really?
1: Because the big,
0: like, Bayonetta
1: news was when Bayonetta 2 was a Wii U exclusive and had been essentially turned into a Nintendo IP at that point. Which, as we see here, it's coming out for Switch. Bayonetta is a Nintendo game. Yeah, but that
0: that was after she became a Smash character. Was it? Yeah, because I mean, it was the Wii U and 3DS game, Smash game. But I'm pretty sure her 2 came out after she was she was a character in Smash.
1: I thought she was not in uh f- whatever that one is, and she was in the the newest one that
0: I can't remember the name of. No, she's she, I mean, she is an ultimate, but she was a DLC character. Ultimate, that's what it's called. She was a DLC character in 3DS and Wii U. She was just a given character in ultimate okay yeah that shows how much i've been because uh, she was the last dlc character in the wii u version and she was extremely op
1: (laughs) and she was probably the last one in there because it was linked up with hey by the way bayonetta is now a nintendo series nope no that was after because i was no but i i
0: feel like they had to have announced it similarly no. I don't know. It just the, came the out of is... nowhere because she was on the popular in the Europe on the you know, the what character do you want in Smash list. Anyway, Bayonetta three is coming out. Yeah.
1: And there's been some interesting news items surrounding Bayonetta 3, huh, Zyber?
0: Yeah, it's We we don't know, yeah. We don't know what the truth is here.
1: Yeah. So what what that news item is is the voice actor for uh, Bayonetta, um, Taylor. What's her name? Helena Taylor. Crap.
0: Taylor. I have I have forgotten. (laughs) They just say uh, Taylor in the article. Oh, yeah. Helena Taylor. Helena Helena Taylor. Taylor. Yes.
1: Um, What was I saying? Oh, so she had come out with a video complaining that Platinum Games wasn't paying her enough to reprise the role because Bayonetta had been recast to uh, another well-known voice actor, Jennifer Hale. What
0: on earth? That car's bass was so loud, my microphone picked it up. Oh, wow
1: continue person person driving that's gonna go deaf um and was complaining uh, trying to ask fans to boycott the game and etc because they weren't paying her to which a lot of people immediately you know voice acting is a job And it is an art form, and it's strenuous, and voice actors are underappreciated in the industry in general. So a lot of people were like, yes, we must support our voice actors. Well, Platinum Game turned around and said, no, this isn't what happened. There's additional details that aren't being shared, but didn't actually share those details. So then they got attacked for just being defensive and essentially saying, no, and then they released a statement that the amount that she said was the amount that they had offered her per session, but there were multiple sessions. So she had just straight up lied. And she's saying, that's not what happened. You're just trying to make yourself not look bad, good, or make yourself look good, not bad. So it's just a bunch of back and forth hearsay. And there's really no way of knowing exactly how things shook down there.
0: Yeah, it went from her saying that she was only offered $4,000 for the entire game and the plan of game saying, no, that's a lie. And then nothing after that. And then eventually, it came out that she apparently was actually being offered three to four thousand uh, per recording per, per, session. per session for around five sessions. And her response to that was, "No, that's a lie." So, Some... <laughs> I'm not sure if we'll ever figure out what the actual truth is there.
1: And it's very possible that neither side is lying, and they both just misunderstood what the contract negotiations were. Who knows? Yeah. Make your own decision on if you want to buy Bayonetta 3 or not. I, as I said earlier, didn't even like Bayonetta 1 and 2, which I own, so I probably won't be picking this one up, regardless of this mild controversy that's going on.
0: Yeah. Like, all I get from this is just that, yes, voice actors should get paid good amount of money, be awesome if they could get more than what they're getting normally, and also, stop antagonizing the new voice actor. Yep. She has nothing to do with this.
1: She just took a contract that she was offered a job, and also, it's Jennifer Hale, among other things, she's the voice of FemShep in
0: Mass Effect, so, like, she's done good work. Like, from what I gathered, is that she's not the kind of person that would just steal another person's job. She either was completely lied to, or she saw this enough stuff to know that she wasn't just stealing someone's job. I don't know. Or,
1: up until this complaint, there was no, oh, well, he's stealing a job. It was, here, here's a job. Do you want it? Yeah. Sure.
0: Yeah, big fiasco. I give this a bomb the entire it's thing. Been... <laughs>
1: The entire situation is a bomb, and I guess now we're doing weekly bomb. Um, I'm going to claim that whole story since I brought it up. I'll claim that as my bomb. What's your bomb for the week, Cyber? Uh, You didn't even know about the rest of the story until I
0: told you. Yeah, but I claimed it, so now you're stuck having to come up with a different bomb. All right. Well, thankfully I did, because uh, just this past Thursday, as in the day of us recording this, we got news about Silent Hill. Which, like, I remember seeing people the day before being like, "Oh man, what crap are we gonna get out of this? No way are we gonna get anything good." Well, uh, people are being pleasantly surprised because they announced three different Silent Hill projects—at least three. I'm pretty sure it's just three. We have a Silent Hill two remake. Screw Silent Hill one. No one, no one cares. No one cares. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, Silent Hill two, I believe, is like the most most popular it's one It's the most popular one by far. So yeah, and like it is looking pretty great. Apparently, um I forget the name of the character. Apparently, he's not ugly enough according to people. He he should be uglier or something, whatever. Uh, but yeah, like that's looking good. I'll maybe I'll get it. I haven't I haven't played any Resident Evil or Silent Hill games. I so hilarious like
1: coincidence just yesterday i was cleaning out my garage and randomly came across a new and sealed copy of silent hill origins <laughs> and i was like oh let me pop up real quick how much is a new and sealed copy of this game worth it's like almost 200 dollars, and it was just hidden in a in a garbage bag in my garage <laughs>
0: I am now looking more for this article, and apparently there's a lot more than three Silent Hill things going on. So we, after that, we have Silent Hill: Townfall, which is a new spin-off developed by No Code Studios. Uh, this new project will be a unique take on Silent Hill franchise, which like I didn't, I don't know what <laughs> what exactly that means, but uh, yeah. it's uh, from a highly decorated double A developer we'll just have to wait for more information there
1: they apparently have a history uh, in their other projects of doing deep psychological horror so that kind of fits the silent hill theme right there because pt was a silent hill demo right it was originally a stealth silent hill demo yeah and then konami went
0: crazy <laughs> and like that was that was pretty great so i mean if we can get something speaking like of that <laughs> speaking of pt did you see the
1: articles that people have managed to hack the ps5 in order to install and play pt on it now oh heck yeah it's yeah. awesome
0: <laughs> get that thing out of the death of non-non-existence I mean, it, it it essentially kind of is
1: still non-existent.
0: I know, but like, you know, it was just like we had PT and Flappy Bird, but I didn't care about Flappy Bird. Just being all like, oh, look, we're going to sell our console that has this thing on it for a lot of money because it doesn't exist anywhere else. Yeah, I still have a
1: bunch of old devices that have Flappy Bird on them, so. You should delete them.
0: Uh I next there up I is another new spin-off announced as Silent Hill F. You know, for paying F your respect for Silent Hill, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This spin-off will juxtapose a beautiful and terrifying world and focus on the psychological supernatural mysteries, et cetera. Et cetera. And it's apparently like narrative driven and That's the one where, like, I saw it's like people could, like, chat to change things or something like that. I don't, I don't know. It's, you have to look um, at it yourself.
1: The footage that they showed for Silent Hill F is kind of interesting because it showed, you know, a foggy town. Silent Hill is always a foggy town with a bunch of invasive tendrils, like, um my
0: favorite kind coming out
1: with a very colorful fungal like florally type of growth which to me is very evocative of the fungal florally weird grossness from the most recent resident evil projects so it's kind of interesting or, or like the, the fungal growths of the cordyceps from the last of us we've we're, we have a lot of mushroom enemies in video games recently kind of
0: it also reminds weird. me of the plants from jumanji which was definitely my least favorite part of that movie
1: yeah, that's fair.
0: Yeah, Silent Hill, man. <laughs> then Another one. Silent well, Hill. Hold on, oh, no. okay. there was one
1: one last interesting thing about Silent Hill F is that the story is by Ryokishi O7, who is the one who does the Umineko and Higarashi um horror games in the animes. Uh that may not mean anything to you, Zyber, but a certain subsect of our audience mostly Consisting of rumor, will appreciate that information. I pr- it
0: probably should affect me, but sadly, I don't recognize any of those words.
1: Uh, Higurashi no Nakokoroni and Umineko no Nakokoroni, or um, When They Cry, is the name that they were given in the American release, are some very interesting horror mystery stories. Okay. Well, I'll have to go look those up.
0: I recommend at least the anime. You'll need to. Tell me in chat so I remember.
1: Yeah, it's they're crazy Japanese names. I don't get you for forgetting them. Yeah. but yeah, that's that's fun that uh, Ryokichi 7 is involved in this project. That actually has me kind of interested now. In a horror game,
0: interesting. Yeah, weird, right? All right, and then we have Silent Hill Extension, Accent- Acc- potentially the most unique announcement. Oh, this is this is the one where it involves like. People around the world will control the characters in a new Silent Hill story immersive project. This this is what I was thinking of, and
1: a, a quote
0: unquote live, real
1: time, interactive series, which I don't entirely
0: understand how that is supposed to function. Twitch plays Silent Hill somehow. I'd probably enjoy watching that and partaking in it. I just need to yeah (laughs) figure out more of what that actually entails there people were just like hey can we have a silent hill game and they're all like yes here's 10 things that are silent hill themed well and you
1: buried this they also announced return to silent hill another silent hill movie from the same writer director of the 2006 silent hill movie So... so the third movie in the series Whether or not it's a continuation of the series or a whole new thing. I imagine that the fact that it's called Return To uh, implies that it is part of that film series as opposed to a a reboot or, you know, completely
0: separate project. So Silent Hill is Raccoon City, right? Or is that... Uh, Silent
1: Hill is actually... Or is that Resident Evil? Resident Evil is Raccoon City. Silent Hill is actually based off of... um, centralia a town in pennsylvania where underneath centralia there was a coal mine that uh, actually was lit on fire and is still burning today it was like lit on fire in like the 60s or like a while ago still burning today which is why there's the smoke and the cloud and the fog all around centralia and silent hill is based around that fogginess and that like back in the woods hidden old abandoned town feel so there's a little bit of fun trivia for you. Town okay. in Pennsylvania.
0: Well, that makes me a bit more uh optimistic about the movie then because I thought I was like, oh, those movies suck, but that was Resident Evil movies.
1: Those yeah, the Resident Evil movies were bad. <laughs> I mean, they were they weren't bad. They were just weird. Like if if they had not had the Resident Evil name attached to them, I bet they would have done better. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe cuz they're they're weird they're weird action films more than they are horror movies. They're 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 definitely more akin to like Resident Evil 6 than to like <laughs> the early Resident Evils.
0: Yeah, so anyway, four Silent Hill games and one Silent Hill movie announced when it's we we've, we've had a drought of Silent Hill related things since you know when PT and stuff was happening, that was also, like, a while since the last Silent Hill thing. And PT was a while ago now. Yep. So this is this is a bit of... I mean, there were a lot of rumors that
1: there was something Silent Hill coming, but it is still kind of a bit of a surprise, especially the volume that we're getting here so out, of, out of nowhere, yeah, it's not, honestly. It's not
0: necessarily a rumor they announced that they were going to have a Silent Hill direct, basically, here. <laughs> people people just weren't sure what was going to be in it.
1: Oh, yeah, they were about to, uh, you know, release
0: Silent Hill-themed pachinko machines. Yeah, I just saw that (laughs) comment. (laughs) I'm very disappointed. Where's the pachinko machines? Yep. Oh, boy, Konami. What are you doing? Making Silent Hill games now. Apparently
1: they're back to that, which, good. To me, this is the bomb. This This is great. I'm glad to see that this series is back from non-existence. Back from the Silent Hill.
0: Yeah, we, we we
1: literally have returned to Silent Hill. To the Nailed
0: remake. It. F this place. <laughs> F for fabulous. F for fantastic.
1: Uh well, let's now move on to the album of the week cuz you promised that we would talk about that and we should talk about that.
0: All right. Uh this one is presented to us by Cabby. Thank you, Kebby, because you thanks. got me to listen to My Head as an Animal by Of Monsters and Men.
1: Yes. Thanks, Kebby, for this choice because this was a very enjoyable album. I had a good time with this when I listened to it. Oh
0: yeah. Like I was uh driving with Haley, my wife, somewhere, and she was listening. We were listening to stuff on her Spotify, and it pulled up one of the songs from the album. She's like, oh hey, this is one of the songs from the album of the week. I go. Oh, that's what the album of the week is. Okay.
1: Uh, Oh. (laughs) So you hadn't listened to
0: it yet, had you? No, I mean that was like Tuesday, maybe. Yeah, I no 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 it was it was Sunday it was Sunday
1: so (laughs) it was a while ago. I listened earlier today on recording day because I wanted it to be fresh in my head, and there were two songs that I recognized. One that I knew I would recognize because "Little Talks." Yeah, it was "Little Talks." Was the song that. That came up, yeah. That's their like big hit uh, is is Little Talk, so that's not exceedingly surprising.
0: Yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't care for that song compared to the rest of them, though, because yeah. like it was interesting. It was more upbeat, but like I didn't really care for them in the upbeat way. Like it wasn't, it was not upbeat enough to be a proper upbeat song, and it wasn't like the rest of their songs, and so therefore I just didn't like it. <laughs> I like that song because it does have that more,
1: as you said, upbeat. It's got that driving uh, tempo to it. But if you actually listen to it, it is very... but Like the rest of all of their entire album here, it's got that melancholic feel to it. That sort of wistful, bitter sweetness going on.
0: Yeah, that's why I didn't like it. Because it wasn't actually upbeat. So I was just like, well, but why that's... include the upbeat stuff? It's, it's not like it's... Because, like, I've listened to upbeat songs that are, you know, depressing or whatever, and that worked fine. But in this case, it was just like, they were just clashing. I didn't like it.
1: I appreciate that juxtaposition. I think that it helps to accentuate the message a little bit more so that, yeah, you could just listen to it and be like, oh, wow, what a song. But then if you actually hear it and pay attention to it, you get the more deep meaning behind it i enjoy that kind of uh multi-layeredness
0: uh which just is why i like it There's just been so much better versions of that
1: the other uh song that i recognized was mountain sound which is the uh sleep until the sun comes up mm. and i had he- i've heard that one before I-, I like that one and a couple of the other ones were very um i had not
0: listened and, and they were very good Sloom got me going. <laughs> yeah, your bones and slum were my favorites. I actually liked them, so I'll listen to them regularly now.
1: Yeah, Slo- Sloom definitely got is going to get added to a list here. Uh, I don't know
0: what list, but it's getting added. It's on the list. It's on the list. So, the good list. So in general, uh of monsters and men, I do love that it's got a guy and girl voice and they know what to do with their voices. They're They (laughs) sure. Like it's
1: They're very good at at like not only lyrically communicating, but musically going throwing the song back and forth. It's spectacular the way that they interplay with each
0: other. Yep. Sometimes they'll just, you know, do a few lines and then go on to the next person do a few lines. Sometimes they'll sing at the same time in a nice harmony kind of thing. It it just works really well, and I am a sucker it, for Harmony.
1: Yeah, it's real good. So, uh, overall, great choice from Kebby. Thank you. I loved listening to this album. I'm looking forward to hearing next week's album, which I believe is uh, "Lose." Yeah. So, we'll see what Lose picks here, and talk about it next week. Yeah. What are your final final? thoughts and takes over takeaways some of my final
0: thoughts is that uh after i got done with it i uh i mean besides re-listening to the two songs i like loom and looms and uh your bones i then had an urge to listen to the killers because they he also they also mm-hmm. do like a nice melancholy kind of uh songs so yeah i get that
1: i actually ended up um Spotify sort of auto played a few things and Lumineers came up and that is also in that same vein with the Lumineers so it's nice stuff. good stuff
0: very good well i think we we have plenty of time to move on to some bomber's notebook questions two weeks in a row yeah. there amazing right that's my favorite section of the show so, I uh, got uh, two similar-ish, qu- similarish questions here. first one is from Rob, best friend Rob. Hey, Rob. Uh, Rob asks, if you could spend a day hanging out with one person, alive or dead, who would it be and why? Uh, one person, hang- just, just hanging out and chilling. Just hanging out and chilling.
1: With anyone, alive or dead.
0: <sighs>
1: anyone. Do you have an answer, Zyber? Because I'm going to think about it for a little bit. Uh, also trying to.
0: <laughs>
1: I, th- I figured you would have pre-thought your answer since you were the one that picked out the questions. I mean,
0: <laughs> I mean, so on one hand, it's just all like, I would love just to have a day that my friend group could just hang out and chill. Nothing like extravagant planned, but also like we don't have to cut it short to go to work or something because... Yeah, that's currently an issue. I don't like. <laughs> yeah.
1: However, Rob stipulates that you have to pick one person. Yeah. So and, Which one and, who's who's your favorite friend of your friend group? Let's out out that right here on live on air. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: See you thought of someone. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it it doesn't need to be my wife because we can already do that, so, yeah, you're you already hang out with so,
1: your wife all the time,
0: but uh, another option is on the dead side, I could hang out with my grandma because Aw, that's sweet. She ended up dying during times I was not able to see her, so well no, now i'm now I'm gonna cry. That's a sweet answer. I like that, Zyber. Yeah. Very heartfelt. It would have been nice to be able to just, you know, have proper goodbyes there. Huh. Oh, I'm misty-eyed. Oh, boy. You got me. Oh.
1: Now I'm thinking about, I might just steal your answer except <laughs> to have it be my grandpa. <laughs> I will also say your grandma. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I I would hang out with Zyber's grandma. <laughs> No, I think I, I, I appreciate that thought. I'm going to, I'm going to steal that answer except have it be my grandpa instead and just spend a day hanging out with him. Maybe go to like an amusement park. Cause we used to go, we used to go to the local amusement park at least once a year together
0: and it would be nice to go around, and you know, ride roller coasters and just spend time with him. Nice. I think our day would be go to DQ for lunch, watch baseball. And, you know, the Hallmark channel. <laughs> just a a nice, quali- you know, make some cookies, pa- quality time. Yeah. That's good. I like that. We hope that that answers your question, Rob. Next question from uh, Dag. Oh, you picked one of mine? Okay, what do we got? If. Oh, it's... <laughs> I just. I don't know if you typoed this. I did typo that, but that's really funny. (laughs) Go ahead and read it. If you couldn't, could not, have a conversation with anyone, living or dead, who would you pick and what would you discuss? If you could not. If I could not, it would be you, Zyber. (laughs) I mean, so uh, I think a better version of this would be if you could not have a conversation with anyone, who would you pick and what would you not discuss? Yeah, that was, that typo is hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Like I was showing this to Haley when you first posted in the the question list, and she's just like, oh, it's such a fun question if it's actually good. (laughs) I like that version. We'll go with that. Um, (laughs) I don't know
1: if, so this is like, if I could choose to just never talk to someone ever. Yeah. Dead or alive. dead or alive which the dead one's easy i don't have to talk to that anymore already and what would you not discuss uh, there's a lot of things that i don't want to discuss and i feel like it's not even worth naming them on the podcast gross Well, what did you come up with, since you apparently were goofing around with Haley on on
0: talking about this? Oh, we didn't actually come up with an answer. We just said, oh, that'd be fun. It's no fun if I already came up with an answer before he even thought about needing to answer it. Yeah, but then you could give an answer while I'm thinking.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, I mean... It's... I feel like there's way more stuff that I don't want to
0: talk about than there is stuff that I do want to talk about. Because
1: there's just a lot of stuff out there. I just think
0: there's a lot of people that I would never want to yeah. talk to again. But, like, I think this finally died down enough that I don't have to be all like, I specifically never want to talk to you anymore. Maybe my other mom, the one that keeps calling me, <laughs> thinking I'm someone else. Oh, jeez, <laughs> I remember that story. <laughs> That'd be nice to never have to deal with her again. Yeah, that's fair. That's a
1: very practical answer.
0: She's like, of course you're my son. This is his phone number. No, it's not. It never has been. It never has been. I had this phone for like at least six years before she started trying to call me. Kind of feel bad for her, though. I mean, he still interacts with her. Otherwise, she wouldn't be asking... Me for him to go find her phone under his, her bed. I just mean the fact that
1: she's confused enough to continually do it.
0: I just I feel more sorry for the son. Just like especially well, the first few calls where I was just vehemently like I am not this guy. And then like you know the next time he visits her, what what happened? Did she talk about
1: it? <laughs> yeah, wait, does I am not your son? Oh, don't say
0: that. Does he? <laughs> did he have to argue that that's not his phone number? <laughs> Clearly not because I would have just taken the phone and you know put my correct put number the right in. number into it. Yeah apparently she has it memorized because when she lost her phone, she was able to tell other people my phone number to call me. Oh, boy. I'm not even in the same state. (laughs) That is still a wild story. Yeah. Did you come up with someone? No. (laughs) There is no one that you have to deal with regularly or not regularly (laughs) that you would rather not deal with.
1: Here's the thing you have to understand about me. I just don't talk to those people. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Just like, nope, I'm out. Yeah, it's like, there's definitely uh, people that I used to work with, but I don't work with them anymore, so I don't have to.
1: Yeah, I just keep to myself for the most part. Like, I don't leave my house. I don't talk to people unless I absolutely have to. I wish I never if had I,
0: to talk to my dentist, man.
1: I wish I never had to discuss dark souls games ever again
0: (laughs) (laughs) to anyone dead or alive at anyone
1: dead or alive just period i don't
0: know all right well well dang i hope that answers (laughs) your question it it didn't (laughs) (laughs) oh well What's that, a... that's the questions i had so we can move no, on to, to ask what our next one was minish recap though where we can talk about the stuff that we've done lately what what have you done i see a certain game on your list there uh
1: this saturday i went to my cousin's wedding and that was a very nice and fun time uh hanging out and dancing and Being with family, that was great. I had a good time at my cousin's wedding. And no one cares about that. Get on to the game. I got bullied by Admiral into playing Overwatch 2. It's it's Overwatch 1 again,
0: but somehow slightly worse. I heard that apparently the queues are really long because no one wants to be a support.
1: Well, joke's on the queues because... When I got bullied in, there were five of us. Or No, I think there were actually four of us. We had to have one rando. But we didn't really have to worry about queue times. Because we were basically a full group just looking for that one one rando instead of looking for a full team. Was it a support rando or
0: something else?
1: And the queues are very long for everything except support. And we had two support players in our group. Were you one of them? And we also... I was one of them. Of course, yes, of course I was. <laughs> yeah. And, um we did play only in ranked mode, because why not? No, it's not like it matters. And we won every single match that we played in our um in our play session of no, I'm sorry. We lost the last one of the night before we went
0: to bed. Oh. But there are really you you lose the last one, you're like, "Well, I guess we're done." Well, here's why it's why it happened. We were calibrating
1: our rank, so we were doing our placement matches. There are seven placement matches. We won all seven placement matches. We got ranked and immediately lost our first match when we were actually
0: ranked. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, that's that's how that shook down. And yeah, it's basically just overwatch the first one with
0: five v five instead of six v six that's it that's that's the change and then you still had all the overwatch one characters that you had right? yeah, because you had the data because I had because I had overwatch one it carries over
1: so so the only new character. At the time that we were playing it, the only new character had not been unlocked for ranked anyway, so it didn't matter if I had it unlocked or not. So are they unlocked for non-ranked? Yes, you can play... If, if, if you have the character unlocked, which I don't... It's probably part of Battle Pass or something, I didn't bother looking because I don't care. But if you have the character unlocked, you can play as the character in unranked. I think by now the character is unlocked in ranked.
0: That's interesting. But at the time. Is it like giving them enough time to see if they need to nerf them or something?
1: Yeah, I think it's something like that. Or just allowing players time to get used to the character before introducing them to ranked matches. Or something like that. Uh, who knows? It's
0: Blizzard. Whatever. Yeah, guess it is. Is there anything else you did, or was that about it? That was honestly about it. Uh-huh.
1: I can't think of anything. It's like I, I I bought a new uh a wire tri- like a uh weed
0: whacker, a weed whacker, and a uh <laughs> and
1: a and a leaf blower. Isn't that exciting? Clipper? Oh, that is
0: so exciting! I bet Ken would love to hear about that. Joining his leaf blower revolution.
1: <laughs> nice. No, I um, I haven't really done a lot other than surviving.
0: Yeah, yeah. For me, this past weekend we celebrated Haley's uh, sister's birthday. I made a chocolate traculate chase cake, which Ooh. it's a poke cake that you pour three milks types into, and so it's supposed to just be a nine by thirteen cake. I'm just like, oh, that's boring. I'm gonna make it a layered cake, even though that sounds really messy. But it actually worked really well. Oh, nice. Yeah, because, like, I mean, when you pour in the trace Leches, you're supposed to put the cakes into the fridge. And so they refrigerated overnight before I stacked them. Yeah, because you you, got to let them chill and sort of, like, firm up a little bit. Yeah, and then I made a homemade chocolate whipped cream for the frosting. (laughs) Worked really well. Go on. Yeah. (laughs) I have never made tres leches but i have eaten it and it's very good it's not actually that difficult i mean when i was making just the cake itself it felt like i was just making a box cake but without the ingredients already being in a box it was pretty simple oh you like quote-unquote from scratch yeah it was from scratch but like it was basically a box cake interesting just like flour, cocoa powder, egg, oil, etc. You're listing cake ingredients, I get it. <laughs> well, I mean, just, I mean, in general, when I make cakes, it's not so generic sounding.
1: No? no. I mean, when I make cakes, it's just literally box cake. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: I don't usually do that, but... I mean, the Tres Leches part was really good. It was uh, milk, condensed milk, and evaporated milk. Yep. to the Tres Leches that you put into a Tres Leches cake. Uh, it was fun when I Googled, like, Tres Leches cake. The One of those, like, you know, Google question suggestions underneath it was, uh, what's the difference between Tres Leches and Coattro Leches?
1: What is the difference? What's the fourth <laughs> Leches? I
0: don't know. I mean, like, there's heavy cream. Could be. Now I have to Google Quattro Leches. I decided because my answer was, uh, there's an extra Leches. Well, yes, I,
1: I get that. Heavy cream. Oh, yeah. So uh-huh. reg, it is regular milk, condensed milk, evaporated milk, and heavy cream for a
0: Quattro I honestly don't know what the heavy cream would really do there. I don't. See that it's necessary at that point. So I don't even know really what evaporated milk is because it's not evaporated. It is definitely a liquid.
1: Well, I mean, we, condensed milk is usually like sweet, like they add sugars to it, like pow- powdered confectionery sugar. What? As opposed to the evaporated milk, which is just
0: milk with less moisture in it. I don't know. Wait, don't, wait. Evaporated milk, known in some countries as unsweetened condensed milk. So it's unsweetened. It's not. But it's just, it is it's... not condensed. Like it, it is really thin. Yeah, because it's unsweetened. It's the sugars that thicken it up. It is a shelf-stable canned cow's milk product where about sixty percent of the water has been removed from fresh milk.
1: Okay. Yeah. It's it just doesn't have
0: the added sugars. Cause again, so so it's milk with less water So it's It
1: doesn't so it's really need that's to be added has been evaporated it. <laughs> but, yeah. it, add, it adds more uh, milk flavor It adds more
0: um, uh, What do you call it? Lactose Yeah This means it's gonna hurt your tummy more Which actually did Hurt my sister-in-law's tummy You're,
1: So you, <laughs> let me Let me just verify something here is your sister-in-law lactose intolerant not to my knowledge if so why did you make your sister-in-law who is lactose intolerant a tres leches cake
0: so she wanted it because her husband wanted tres leches cake back when I actually made a birthday cake for everyone I knew but I didn't make one for him because I didn't have any time and then like three years later they're just all like where's the tres leches cake I made it three years ago. Here you so, go. So <laughs> so it's this one is specifically chocolate because she likes chocolate. Gotcha. So so it's chocolate milk, not yes regular milk. I mean, like I'm uh, not I'm not like lactose intolerant to my knowledge, but if I drink a bunch of milk, I usually don't feel good either. You're not supposed to chug a gallon of milk, cyber. <sighs> but like, it's just so no. No, Milky. honestly, just the thought of doing that. Uh, <laughs> I can drink chocolate what milk you, fine and eggnog, although eggnog used to make me feel sick. I freaking love eggnog. <laughs> I would drink a cup of eggnog and be like, "Well, I gotta sit down for the next hour, but it was tasty."
1: You can make,
0: or let me rephrase that: What if
1: you made a translation? Leches- or quattro leches or whatever and used eggnog
0: and it was more like a spice cake. Or I just make an eggnog cake then. Or you could just make an eggnog cake.
1: What about um, buttermilk? That would be good in, in there, right? So pancakes?
0: Uh, uh. Excuse me. So pancakes. I prefer waffles. <laughs> Uh...